When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back to yet another John Clay podcast. I'm John Clay, sports columnist with the Lake Scenario Leader and Kentucky.com. I think this is the third podcast we've done this week. It is Wednesday, August 18th, 2021. If you count our Sunday night emergency podcast after Will Levis was named the starting quarterback at UK, uh, I think this is our third one. If you didn't listen to that, go back and listen. I had Josh Moore, UK football beat writer, and Mark Story, my fellow columnist, where we examined the decision to go ahead and name Will Levis the Penn State transfer as the quarterback then um Earlier this week, I think on Monday, we did a podcast with Jared Peck, the high school writer at the Herald Leader and Kentucky.com, where we previewed the Kentucky high school football season, which kicks off this weekend. If you didn't listen to that, go back and check that out as well. He talks about all the top players and teams, including the UK targets, who UK is looking at and where you could see uh, those players play. On this podcast, we're going to have the third installment of our UK position series, UK football position series. We've done the quarterbacks and the running backs. Today, we tackled the wide receivers, and I did it with Josh. Josh Moore, the Herald Leader, UK football beat writer. So let's let's not waste any more time. Let's get right to it. An in-depth look at UK's football, UK football's wide receivers. Okay, my guest now on the podcast is Josh Moore, UK football beat writer for the Herald Leader and Kentucky.com. How's it going, Josh? I'm good, John. Trying to, you know, keep keep this this thing rolling with the you know through football camp we're um had a lot of questions answered lately and we're we're going to keep uh you know speculating on what we need to speculate on <laughs> that's uh, right we know that we know who the quarterback is it's will levis uh we uh if you missed it we had an emergency podcast uh on sunday night uh about uh, mark stoops naming will levis the penn state transfers a quarterback so if you haven't listened to that go back and check that out um josh and mark story and myself uh, discussed that um we got to see open we got to see a practice yesterday mark stoops led us into practice we are recording this on wednesday morning uh, got any uh, before we get into the wide receivers? Anything? Any big takeaways? I know you wrote some observations, which people can find right now on Kentucky dot com. Any big takeaway from yesterday? Uh, yeah, uh, my biggest you know takeaway I think is um, yeah, it will it will benefit Will Levis greatly to have the definitive number one spot the next few weeks because there's a lot to like about Will Levis. I'm Certainly can understand why the coaches are so high on him, but I also think there's 
Um, you know, he's got to work on that timing and the, and the, the release, you know, aspect. Because, right? I, you know, I know it's just practice and you're only getting so many reps. And, and he's talking about, you know, everybody says he's, he's more accurate than he was. But I think you, you, you still <laughs> you want to feel as confident as you can that you're going to be able to, you know, be good in the short game, especially because that's really that's really where your, your season is going to be defined. Um, you know, we know he can throw the deep ball. You're not going to have to worry about that. And and but but you know, you got to have that that middle of the field presence in the passing game to to really open things up. So um, hopefully, this this next few weeks will will serve him well in that regard. No, yeah, I definitely agree with that. He's very good on the deep ball. Watching him yesterday, he knows how to throw the deep ball. Um, they've got some guys who can go deep. Uh, we'll talk about that in a minute. But he was hit and miss on the intermediate in the short throws. One thing I think that kind of stuck out to me yesterday is he, because he's got such a strong arm, he, you know, he kind of tries to fit the ball in, in there sometimes, and uh, you know, he, he kind of relies on arm strength. Like, oh, well, I, know, I can make this throw because of my arm, and he can't always make that throw. Um, on the one hand, I think there's two sides to that. On the one hand, uh, you, you especially if you're Kentucky, you're going to have a quarterback, and if you're going to have more of a balanced offense and passing game, you're going to have to take some chances. Uh, if you're going to upset some teams, you're going to have to take some chances. On the other hand, on the other side of that is is uh, Steve Brown defensive coordinator <laughs> former defensive coordinator under Rich Brooks and Joker Phillips used to say um, you know on a lot of those plays you know the, when they try plays like that you know the band is going to be playing at the end of the play but it may not be <laughs> your band it might be the other band that's playing that's celebrating a touchdown that went the other way so you know that's one of the things I think he's got to work on yeah you know uh, you got to know when to try to take that chance and when not to take that chance. So, And that's one thing I think you're exactly right, and I think that's one of the reasons why they made the choice so early is that this gives them an opportunity. Now, Levis is the guy. He's going to get the first-string reps, when, and Liam Cohen can work with him on those types of things. So, um, so yeah, I think you're exactly right about that. Okay, let's talk about the wide receivers. Uh, like I said, we've done the quarterbacks earlier. We did the quarterbacks and running backs last week. Now we're going to delve into the wide receivers. If you haven't listened to those podcasts, go back and listen to them. Uh, Josh, I assume uh, any talk about Kentucky's wide receivers, you start with two guys. You start with the old guy coming back a super senior season in Josh Ali, who was by far their leading receiver last year. And then you talk about the new guy, Wandale Robinson, who is not new to you because you covered him in high school. Uh, I assume those are going to be your top two pass catchers, wouldn't you think? Yeah, and I would, you know, I would guess I would lean towards Wandale. If you were, you know, if you were setting like the over-under on receptions or whatever um, for the, you know, regular season, Wandale would probably be the guy, you would think. He would be the, you know, the, the leader there. But I don't know, you know, I don't know that it's going to be, you know, we talk a lot about Wandale, and he's obviously, I mean, he's a tremendous athlete, really fast kid, really um, just dynamic with what he can do when he gets the ball in his hands and, and, and how they'll be able to use him um, on different spots within the, um, you know, it, 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 at the different receiver positions. But, you know, Josh Charlie is really good too. <clears throat> uh, obviously not, you know, he hasn't had, you know, he, he wasn't as featured um, because of, of how the offense at UK has been the last few years. But he's, he's a really strong, you know, I think he's a pretty strong receiver. I think he's, and I'm out here. I'm not going to say he's like 
you know, <laughs> Devontae Smith or anything, but he's, he's, he's a, I think he's kind of underrated in some ways. And, and I feel like, you know, he'll have a, a better shot at, you know, being the leader, uh, by the year's end, and then maybe you know we're giving him credit for. And I, I and I think he, you know, because one, he's been around. He's a guy that's really motivated, really wants to prove that he is a really, you know, high end receiver, and a guy that has been in this program has a you know he stayed loyal. I, I wrote a feature of, about Josh Ali you know, a few weeks ago that um, you know spoke with him over the summer and spoke with his dad, and this really has a really you know it's not like a crazy or unique story or anything, but he, you know, it's, 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 he came from Florida. He's kind of the last guy from that. You know, there was a time there where they, they were bringing in receivers from Florida um, over the course of several recruiting classes. And it's like him and uh, Cleveland Thomas, who unfortunately isn't one of the guys we'll be talking about today because he's hurt. And, and he would have been probably one of their top threats this year, but uh, it's really just those two now. So it's, it's, uh, uh, well, and, you know, Rasan Lewis, if you count him, he wasn't really part of that mix. Right. Um, and, and so he, he stayed loyal to UK. And, uh, and, you know, I think that, that, that decision will be paid, uh, you know, paid off handsomely for him this season, you would think. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very much so. <clears throat> um, when you got a guy coming in who's an NFL, former NFL assistant who's running basically an NFL offense. <clears throat> That should, oh yeah, really help him. As for Juan Dale, one thing I noted kind of surprised me yesterday. I probably didn't surprise you. That's the first time I'd seen Juan Dale up in, you know, up close and in person. He's not a big, he's not a big guy. He's small. <laughs> he's a, he's a little guy, uh, and you know, obviously he's got a lot of talent. But uh, I, he was a little smaller than I thought he would be. Yeah, no, he's not. He's not big. He's. Uh, <laughs> Which made it even more impressive, I think, the fact that he was and 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 speaks to why he was also trying to get out of Nebraska because they were putting him out there at running back, right, right? And and he and he was doing really well as a you know pretty well as a running back, especially when you consider when you see him up close. <laughs> you know, I, I think that it it uh, you know speaks to. Uh, again, his versatility uh, and some of that is because of his size, what he's able to do um, and, and how he can interchange on the offense. But, yeah, I mean, he is a, he's a smaller guy. And that's the you know, thing. You, you obviously um, – he's played against strong competition. So he's seen, you know, I mean, right. the Big Ten obviously is, you know, you know it's 1B or, or number two, however you want to kind of, you know – you know, compare it in the SEC, the Big Ten is a legit football conference. Right. So it's not like he's not seen, you know, the level of talent and the, and the kind of the size that he'll be going up against the SEC, but it will be, you know, a different, right. you know, it will be, it will still be a little bit different. And, 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 and a lot will be expected of him. Uh, and he will be, I would, I think, especially early on, the 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 center of attention for opposing defenses when it comes to their um, who they're covering, and 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 that will, you know, hopefully they 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 manage that well. I know, you know, yesterday that practice we got to watch on Tuesday, he he didn't end up finishing the practice, uh, and I kind of thought, you know, to me, I just seemed, it seemed precautionary in a way I could just, you know, it right. just, you know, Chris Rodriguez, Chris Rodriguez was doing the same thing. He was kind of sitting out by the end. I think that's part of that's just, you know, okay, you kind of know what you have in these guys. So why are you 
running them around, you know, in, in 11 on 11 drills, um, with 30 minutes left in practice, it, it just kind of, um, you know, I think once you kind of know what, what you, you know, you want to, <laughs> you want to keep their legs as fresh as possible. Um, right. You know, while still, you know, while still getting them work and stuff. And, right. and I think, uh, yeah, that will certainly be a thing you'll have to, you know, be mindful of with Wondell as we go into the year. But I think now he is, I mean, he is small, but he is, he's certainly built out more physically than when I was covering him at Western Hills high school. Yeah. Um, he's definitely, you can tell he's grown, um, you know, his body it's, uh-huh. it, he's, he's, it's, you know, just like you, you, know, you expect a guy to, um, so he's filled out well in that regard, but yeah, he's, he's certainly, I don't know what he's listed at exactly. Well, but he, he's, he's, he's listed at 5'11", 185 on the UK roster. Now, I just looked up Devontae Smith, who was the Heisman Trophy winner from Alabama last year, and the only knocks on Devontae coming out going into the NFL draft was, oh, he's he's small. He's not very big. He's six foot 174, Devontae Smith. And I'm sure both of those guys, the way they're listed, may not be exactly right. I don't know what Devontae – I don't have in front of me what Devontae measured out in the combine. In fact, I don't think he did it at the combine, if I remember correctly. I think he, when he had a private workout, he did it then. But anyway, um, so yeah, I mean they're comparable. You know, they're comparable in size. And you know, another guy's Louisville's uh, Tutu Atwell, uh, who I think, if I remember right, was taken in the second round by the Rams. And he, uh, you know, he's also a little guy. I'm looking at him right now, five nine, one sixty five, and it certainly, you know, didn't hurt him any. So, uh, and like you say, Wandale's proven what he can do in the Big Ten, which is a Power Five conference. So, I was just a little surprised. I did. I knew he was small. I just didn't. I was a little surprised that uh, you know he was that small. Let's put it that way. <laughs> yeah, well, I think that's something you're seeing. Um, you know, a lot in college football, guys having success that are smaller, but especially yeah. on this on this roster, there really aren't any receivers left. Um, you know, because Isaiah Cummings moved over to the tight end room, so right. there aren't any receivers left that are taller than like six one now yeah, you're right i'm looking at it right now christian lewis the freshman is six four he's the biggest one he's the tallest one okay yeah that's right. okay okay yeah you're right and and so and he um and and you know his name's come up a couple times but it's it's it's, it's you know somewhat maybe right he's telling that he uh, uh you know he hasn't been mentioned as much and neither is uh, trayvon morgan the, the transfer i think he's like six five or something maybe but yeah um those guys you know their names haven't come up as much as these shorter uh you know you would think faster guys right. um and i think that kind of speaks to you know just what colin's trying to do and um with that with that part of the offense Right. Uh, okay. Let's talk about a couple of. Let's talk about. Well, first, let's delve in. There, there aren't that many holdovers, but there are a few uh, from from last year. Uh, besides Josh Ali, we got Isaiah Epps and Demarcus Harris are two that stick out to me right away. What about those guys? Epps, of course, has had a history of being hurt of uh, being hurt, but he looks to be healthy. I thought he looked pretty good in the in what we saw yesterday in the practices. Uh, what about those? those two guys or what about the holdovers that are coming back? Yeah. Yeah. Epps has been running. seems like he's running with the ones. I think if, you know, if, if kickoff was tomorrow instead of September 4th, he would probably be the, the third receiver that, you know, in the, cause they're kind of, you know, it looks like their, their base package is going to be that 12 personnel where they have two tight ends starting. Um, but you know, if you're like in a traditional 
you know, said, or if you're, if you're only running one back, then he would be the third receiver. Right. Yeah. I think at least as of today, um, he, he, I don't think the, the, the talent's never been a question with Evs. It has just been the health that, you know, they're the, he's, he was a guy, he was playing, you know, he was playing before Josh Ali back when they were, you know, like sophomores, right. he was kind of the, the, the earliest guy to get on the field. Um, and then kind of, yeah, he's dealt with a foot injury that I don't know if he broke his foot or if there was something, you know, if he had a you know, bad bone spurs or, or, or I don't you know exactly know what his injury was, but it seems like his one of his feet has given him a lot of problems. Right. Um, and, and that's obviously, you know, not good for any football player, but particularly in a position where you're having to move a lot. That's it's, right. it's, it's certainly, um, it, it could just be a small thing and just a nagging thing and still be very um, impactful on how, how, you know, you play and, and how you perform. So, you know, you hope the speed's there. It looks like he's moving well. It, look, it doesn't look like he's, you know, to me, that he's been limited by that this camp. And then that would be great. That would really, you know, it takes, you know, it'd be great for the kid, first off. And then, two, it takes a lot of pressure off Lee and Colm in terms of having to, you know, I think they want to play the younger guys, but I think you, you don't want to just throw them to the wolves. Um, you, you know, Epps in a way is a, is a you know a safety blanket, like a barrier between that having to happen a lot. Right. Um, and if you know if he can perform the way that he's capable of, then that it will be you know certainly a great benefit to UK. And then, then Harris, you, you know, he mentioned Harris. He's the only he he played after Ali. You know, he played last year, and after Ali, he's the only guy that came back uh, from the receiving core that had double-digit receptions last year. So, you know, he right. he's a he he's a and he's a bigger. You know, I think he's one of those guys that's six foot six one. He, you know, has been a pretty. He's been interesting. He's, I think he's a pretty good receiver, but he's also one of these guys that you don't know if. I don't want to say you don't know if you can count on him, but he has been, he's dropped balls. He's, he's, he's been one of these guys that, you know, there's been a big play there and, and you just missed it or you, you know, it was just, you know, he just wasn't fast enough or whatever. So, you know, he is sort of a wild card. I I, I would, you know, you know, that's how I would describe DeMarcus Harris. I I think it, as of now, he would be pretty high up on the depth chart, but I, it wouldn't surprise me either if he was, you know, some of these younger dudes, kind of got pushed ahead of him by the year end of the year. He, he made a nice catch yesterday in the scrimmage. <clears throat> Not in the scrimmage, in the practice. He made a nice one-handed catch on the sidelines. But, yeah, over the uh, during his time here, there have been times where, you know, they've kind of – they've they've bragged on him, but he uh, – you know, he didn't – in practice, but then in games, like you said, he would have a drop or miss a pass. So, uh, yeah, uh, but he – He's a kid that if he did come through and, uh, you know, if he did come through and play to the way I think they feel like he's capable of playing because he's got some tools, uh, you know, they would that would certainly be a big boost to him. Uh, you know, that's for sure. Okay, we're going to take a we're going to take a short break here and, and then we'll be back to talk about the new guys and a couple a couple of kind of surprises on this wide receiving core when I return with Josh Moore of the Herald Leader at Kentucky.com. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hey, I just want to take a brief minute to remind you, you can get the Sports Pass, Sports Only digital subscription to Kentucky.com for just $30 for the first year. You get all of our UK basketball, UK football, UK recruiting, columns, high school coverage, $30 for the first year. Go to my Twitter feed. You can follow me on Twitter at John Clay IV. Go to the top of the feed. The pinned tweet tells you all about the Sports Pass subscription. Click on that. It'll take you right where you need to go to sign up for that or go to Kentucky.com and hit on the subscription tab and that, and check out all of the offers for subscriptions to Kentucky.com and the print edition of the Lexton Herald Leader. We, we appreciate everybody who supports our work at the Herald Leader and Kentucky.com. Okay, Josh, we kind of talked about the holdovers, and we talked about Wandale, who's a new guy, but not really a new guy because we knew about Wandale from his high school exploits. Let's talk about uh, let's talk about the new guys, and let's talk about the surprise at camp. I think there's one guy who's definitely the surprise in camp so far, and that's a receiver, and that's Rasan Lewis, uh, son of Ray Lewis. Um, uh, out of Florida, who's made big plays in the open practice that we saw on fan day, and then yesterday made some good plays yesterday in the practice uh, we saw. What about this kid? I, I know there's a lot that goes into these decisions uh, in terms of you know who starts and who you know who's higher on the depth chart, and, and, and there you know there's a million reasons, and, and there's a lot of things that go on that we don't know about. You know, like guys, you know, how are they in the, performing in the classroom and all that kind of stuff. If it were up to me, just based on what we've seen, I think Rasan Lewis would be my number three receiver. Uh-huh. He's just, um, you know, he's he's performed. I don't know that you could be any happier with how he's, you know, again, just based on what we've seen from what he's done. He's just been really consistent. He gets up and can make plays. And, you know, in some ways, he's been the most exciting receiver to watch in, in practice. Um, in, in the times we've we've gotten to see that, and 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 so you, you know, I think it's great. On one hand, it's great that you have a walk on who is definitely going to be able to contribute a lot. Um, will have, will will help bring a, a you would think a bigger spotlight to Kentucky. If you're you know if you're Kentucky, if you're having a really good year and and the team you know and the, and the offense is clicking the way you want it to everybody's going to be paying attention to the team that has Ray Lewis's son on it. Or, you know, it's, but it also, it it speaks to the way that maybe the the receiver, uh, receiving cores, the wide receivers have been recruited the last few years that a walk on has showed up and is one of your best receivers. So uh, now granted, he's not just any walk on. He's, you know, he's been, he's, been on scholarship at a couple of different schools. He's moved. He's changed positions a couple of times. I think he was a defensive back, maybe at Central Florida. He was um, played seven and, games as a defensive back at Central Florida back in 2018. Yeah, and and so and he's you know he's got he comes from good stock, you know. Right. He's, he's, right. he's talented, uh, and he's he's been you know been, you know been around football, been around the highest levels of football um, his whole life. You would think so. 
it's not like he's just any, he's not, you know, David Bouvier, you know, or Charles Walker, uh, you know, he's got these guys showing up, but, but, but those guys are, you know, it's guys, they've, they've had this, he's, it's also not unprecedented, this situation. So, right. um, it's, it's, it's been fun to watch him, um, ex- kind of explode here and become a guy that I, he's definitely going to play, oh, yeah. you know, <laughs> he's, there's no, there's, he's, he's certainly going to be on the field now. He, and again, he's, he's, he's undersized, you know, well, I say undersized, but I don't know if that's any going forward, if that's going to be the case, this right. might be what these guys are going to be going right. forward. Um, yeah, he's five ten one seven. They list him at five ten one seventy seven. Yeah, he played. He played. Uh, like I said, he played according to his bio seven games defensive back at UCF. Then he went to Florida Atlantic, played in four games at Florida Atlantic. Uh, but that because he just played in four games, that was his redshirt year. And then he practiced last year with the team, but didn't play. So um, yeah, he's definitely been surprised. What did they say the other day? What's his vertical? Did they, did, did Liam, I think it was Liam Cohen. Did he say, yeah. did he say 40 inches or 48 I, inches? I 40. thought he said 40. <laughs> now, talking to the mayor, Lonnie Demery, yesterday when we were over there, Lonnie claimed that Cohen said he, he that Cohen said it was 45 or that somebody okay. told him it was 45. So who knows it, it for sure? It was something, well, even 40 would be, right. you know, like, for a I kid mean, that size. It, yeah. He's certainly got hops, and I mean, well, you can just see it. I mean, the, some of the plays in that open, that first open practice that we watched, he was uh, twice in double coverage, just got up and grabbed it, mm-hmm. you know. And and, right. and they weren't easy, but they weren't easy balls either. They were, you know, kind of behind his body, you know, twisting to have to get him. Oh, you yeah. know, he, he he was making some really right. Right. incredible plays. Okay, now let's talk about the let's talk about the young guys, the newcomers coming in, the fre- uh, freshmen. We're going to throw, uh, I'm going to throw uh, Tay-Tay Crooms into that group as well. Uh, what have we seen from those guys? One guy we have not seen because he's hurt. Uh, well, we saw him in the open practice, but we didn't see him yesterday, and that was Dekel Crowdis, uh, the kid from Frederick Douglass who suffered a what was at the time at the time thought to be a significant knee injury turns out he did not tear his acl thank goodness it's more of a sprain but it looks like it's going to be a little while before he comes back what about that group i know that they they seem pretty excited about the the young receivers that they brought in here yeah they do and and i think they want you know i think the was the one they were most excited yeah. about and when you when you kind of watch how you know when you watch especially yesterday how the you know, reps kind of went. Um, it sort of looks like Dekel probably was with that number two group or pretty mm-hmm. high on the threes. And, 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 and when you look at how they, you know, how you expect them to use one I think that's, and then you, you know, build wise, what Dekel might be able to kind of fill out into, you, you know, it, it seems like, that's his destiny is to be, be the next one Dale, you know, you would hope, you know, that, that at least that's, you know, that would be the, you know, the best case scenario. Right. Right. So he's, it's great that one that he was already, you know, at a point where he was competing for, for playing time as a true freshman, but it's even better, you know, that he's, he's, you know, been able to, to avoid a really just, you know, distressing injury. Right. Um, I would be, I would be surprised if he played in before October. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't, I don't think, um, well, I think, you know, they've said it about a month or to six weeks, you know, and that was, it's a, you know, a week and a half ago now that he got hurt. Um, so I, you know, I would be surprised if before October, I would even maybe be, you know, 
because by the time that he might be healthy enough to give it a go, you're you're playing against uh, you know the 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 meat of your schedule, <laughs> and uh, right. you know maybe maybe you hold off and just you know save him for that last run of games if he's able to if he comes back fully healthy. Like you hope he does, but it's too bad because I think he you know it, he his injury and then going back to Cleveland getting hurt in the in the in the spring they. They're, they are going to have to, after that first three or four guys, they're going to have to lean on a lot of young players. Oh, yeah. Um, and, you know, Chauncey Magwood, I thought, looked pretty good yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, true freshman. He was one of the guys that enrolled early with the Kale. Mm-hmm. Um, you have, uh, you know, C- Christian Lewis, the guy that came up earlier. He's, I don't, you know, I don't recall seeing as much with him. Uh, but but, yeah. but he's, he's, he's later to the party, too. He didn't right. come in until later uh, or, or over the summer. Uh, you, you mentioned Crooms. He's been around a couple of years now, but he's sort of. I think it's fair to group him in with that guys because he's, you know, he's a he's a dude that you know I know Coach Stoops and and you know and Eddie Graham before you know when he was around they, they his name came up a lot right. as a guy that they were impressed with, you know, especially his speed. Like that's the thing that you always hear about KJ Crooms is speed. Hmm. Um, but <laughs> I mean, even yesterday, I don't remember really. You know, he had a couple nice plays, but other you know, <laughs> other than that, it didn't seem like he was as big a presence out there even yesterday as you would think a, you know, a guy who this is his third year in the in the program, um, and 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 you've had a ton of injuries and 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 positional shakeups at receiver that would you would think lead to more playing time and right and not saying he's not going to play, but you would think he would be sort of higher up than. You know, you, you would think he like Rasan Lewis wouldn't be passing him up on the depth chart, right? Um, of course, it was so, just one, was just one practice. But going by, but as you as you mentioned, I mean, you can tell one thing you can tell at these practices uh, is that kind of what the pecking order is. And I know you have uh, you posted uh, kind of what you think the depth chart's going to look like uh, just based on yesterday. And yeah, uh, he wasn't one of the you know, first guys that they ran out there at the receiver spot. Uh, but, you know, he's he's got the – from everything we hear, he's got the ability and the skill where he could come on. But uh, it looked like yesterday in a way that guys like Magwood and maybe even Christian Lewis are ahead of him right now. Yeah, it just I guess it's just concerning to me that he's a guy that we've heard about now for – you know, this is going into year three, and he's always mentioned as a guy that, oh, he, he he's got the speed, he's got the – and then he's – I mean – He's barely even been in games mm-hmm. to date. You know, yeah. you would think if you, especially with the the, the problems they've had in, as a passing team the last couple of years, you could have threw mm-hmm. a guy that you're you're really high on at speed. You would think he might be able to get on the field a few times. Right. But. Another guy that we haven't mentioned, but I've noticed him out there quite a bit, was Ernest Sanders yesterday, redshirt freshman uh, out of Michigan. Um I don't really remember him. I mean, he made a couple of catches, I think. I don't know that he did anything outstanding, but he was definitely in the rotation, not in the first rotation, but in that other rotation of receivers. So he might be a guy who, you know, to keep an eye on. Um, Yeah, I'm curious how he fits into this, where he, like what what they see him being, because he's an outlier. I mean, he's one of those taller guys. He's one of the 6'1 guys, but he's also big. Like yeah, he's, he's like two two twenty or something like yeah, he's listing really, at two sixteen. So yeah, he he would let me look here. He might be 
among the weight. Yeah, he might. That might be the biggest of the receivers. Well, Trevon Morgan is six six two eighteen. What they have listed, and uh, Cummings was two twenty eight. But they've moved him to tight end. But yeah, he. You're right. He's he's big. He's up there. He's one of their bigger receivers. Yeah, and I, you know, I don't know how fast he is. You know what he clocks in. And I mean, I, I feel like, you know, I, I keep coming back to speed. I feel like that's the that's the number one right. priority with the you know in terms of the receiving philosophy. Uh, right. at the moment you know and, and that you know that, that will evolve and maybe and you know you, you don't know how depending on how this season goes and what they recruit later on but right. i feel like as of now speed is the number one thing so you know is, is sanders fast enough he was a good player in high school he certainly um you know you know was a winner and clearly was good enough to get recruited to an sec school so i'm not saying he's slow or anything but right. i just wonder how he fits in uh with you know when you look at like because you're always looking at like, okay, if this guy gets hurt, how do we, you know, kind of fill fill that spot without missing a beat? Right. And you know, if if the guy that you're filling the spot with is is a half a second slower or two three steps slower, uh, you're you're definitely you know you're missing something. All right. Uh, we mentioned Trevon Morgan a couple of times. So what do we know about him, and what do you where do you think he kind of fits in? He's the transfer from Michigan State, sophomore, big kid. How do you think he fits in? I know he's a uh, transfer from Michigan State and he's six six. That's about as that's about okay. as much I mean I've never talked I've never I've not spoken with Trayvon Mo- Morgan. I just know so I've you know right. I think he, you know, I think he's a guy um you know, you look at it and you're immediately you your mind goes to like an Ahmad Wagner top. Uh-huh. Um you know, I don't think he's def I don't think he's as as like thick as, as Wagner was. I don't think he's like mm-hmm. it, because I think he's as tall as a mob, but I don't know that he he's the physical presence necessarily. Right. Um, but he is a he is a taller guy. He he certainly would command attention. I would think if he's out there, um, I you know maybe he you feels that role that you know if you if you had any whatever they thought they might be able to do with Cummings before he moved, maybe he can maybe he's kind of. They see him as that, you know. Just show a different look, um, you know. <laughs> run the run the uh, uh, pass interference play with him a couple times, maybe. Right. You know, I, th- <laughs> right. I think there, I think there's a room for a guy like this in in the offense. I mean, because clearly, you know, they wouldn't have went out and grabbed him if they didn't think that they, you know, could find a, a place for him. Um, but you know. I mean, we've not seen a lot from him. I think he was, you know, I think he was, he was in street clothes yesterday, so he's probably dealing with an injury. Right. Uh, so it'll be, you know, what I sort of, I would, he's certainly probably the most unknown quantity uh, in terms of the, the new guys. Right. Right. Uh, okay. We probably need to wrap this up. Uh, anybody else? Uh, unfortunately, we're not talking about Cleavon Thomas, as you mentioned earlier. He's out for the year. Uh, he's another experienced guy who was going to be really interesting to see how he fit in, you know, fit into this new offense. Uh, anybody else we missed or anything else you want to mention before we wrap this thing up? Just on Cleveland, it was not seeing him yesterday. He was at practice uh-huh. yesterday and, and jumping around and, 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 and cheering for guys and, you know, I, you know, I, I like Cleveland. I think uh-huh. he's a just one of the best personalities on the team. Right. Um, so I hope he, you know, is able to make a full recovery and come back and, and be a good contributor next year. Uh, people who, you know, if you're just tuning in and maybe 
you know, you just missed this. You know, Mike Drennan's the guy we didn't talk about. He's kind of working with the running backs now, and that's so that's point. something that yeah. that's something that we, uh, you know, we got to see a little bit yesterday how he looked with that group. Uh, didn't run many live, you know, reps in the in the team portion, but he. Uh, I think that's part of that's just they have a lot of running backs too, so it's, it's sort do. of they do. So, you know, I think you, you, you just uh, – You kind of cut out there, Josh. What were you saying? Oh, sorry. No, he's he just sort of it, – It's he's a guy that they're trying to take advantage of elsewhere. And, right. And, and I think, you know, and, and to move – you know, because he was a guy – he was one of the few receivers last year that, that caught any passes. So, he – I don't – I certainly don't think it was because he's performing poorly at receiver, mm-hmm. but it may be – speaks to how they feel about where they're at with their depth at receiver, right. uh, that they were willing to move a guy like Drennan elsewhere. Right. Right. Uh, well, one thing's for sure, the wide receiver is definitely a much more important uh, position in the offense under Liam Cohen than it was before. So, And when that, like we said earlier in the podcast, uh, Will Levis is the quarterback. He's got three weeks now to work on his chemistry with his receivers and get ready for that first game, really four weeks, uh, because as you have said, and I think it's true, Missouri is really when the season starts, when they play Missouri in that second game. No disrespect to Louisiana Monroe, who, as Mark Story pointed out in our podcast, when one of the worst teams in the history of college football last year. Uh, they got nowhere to go but up. So, uh, And you can't overlook anybody, but Missouri obviously is a huge game on that second week. So it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. Uh, this is the third in our position-by-position uh, seri- position series. What are we doing next, Josh? Have we decided? I don't know if we have. We could hop over to the defense, or we could. We, we only got the you know a couple positions left on the offense. We could round those out, finish those. Out. I'm good yeah. either way. I don't know. We'll I, I know. I'm sure people are. I'm sure people are hounding for our uh, linebackers uh, <laughs> breakdown. So. so yeah, well, we'll let's leave it that uh, you'll have to tune in and find out what our next uh, what our next position is. But we will definitely have another position series this week. We we might have two more. We'll see how it go, how how it goes. Uh, but uh, Josh, as always, well, first I need to mention: be sure and follow Josh on Twitter, Josh Moore HL. Uh, check out all his work on, especially on Kentucky.com because he's got a ton of stuff. We're all working on tab stuff that's coming up for our college football preview. There'll be a ton of stuff online with that as well. So look for that um, coming up uh, as well. And uh, and also, of course, in the print edition of Daryl Leader. Josh, as always, thanks for being on the podcast. And we'll be talking to you again soon. Can't wait. Okay, that'll do it for this edition of the John Clay Podcast. My thanks, as always, to Josh Moore of the Arrow Leader and Kentucky.com. Be sure and follow him on Twitter at Josh Moore HL. Check out all of his work online and in the print edition. I want to thank everybody who supports the podcast. You can find the podcast on Apple, Stitcher, Tuned In, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and iHeartRadio Podcasts. Leave us a rating and review, especially on Apple Podcasts. That just really helps get the word out. We appreciate everybody who's left a rating and review to this point. Looking for more of those, so uh, don't be shy. Step in and give us a rating and review. We really appreciate it. Uh, like I said, you can follow me on Twitter at John Clay IV or shoot me an email, jclay at herald-leader.com. We'll have some more. We'll have more of these position-by-position position series installments, so be, be on the lookout for that, as I mentioned with Josh. Thanks again to everybody for listening. We'll be talking to you again soon.